This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. And welcome to the Comedians Playing Fancy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. You know what I did the other day? Oh. I did the Arsenal Stadium Tour. Of course you did. You love a bloody stadium tour. Dude, but it was impromptu. I was just walking by and I thought, I'm going to see if I can do it. And I could and I did it. And it was, um, it was, um, I couldn't find any forest stuff in there, which is mad given that that's the reason they wear that kit. I was gutted. Uh, so you're walking past yeah. uh, Highbury. I did a big walk on Sunday and was just walking around North London. I thought, oh, I'm near the Emirates. I'll just walk past. And then lots of kids were coming out with a new kit. And I thought, I wonder if there's an open day. And it wasn't. They were just selling the new kit. And then I thought, I wonder if we could do a stadium tour. So um, we did. We did a stadium tour. And it's audio guided. So you just wander around on your own with a little head. Oh. Course, a bit like the players do when they're walking past their fans. Yes, and it, it, you can choose your narrator. You can have Charlie George. Oh, okay. Uh, someone else or someone else. So I picked Charlie George because I thought, cool. But it, and he's brilliant, but <laughs> they obviously only took one go at recording this thing. So you, you walk around <laughs> about this iPhone, you press play when you're in different bits, and it's like, this is the player's tunnel. I would walk down here on match day. <laughs> It's just, it's really, it's very sweet. And then, you know what's odd about it is, you're like, where? Okay, football stadiums, if you're listening, if you run a football stadium, visitor experience museum, etc., only full-size replicas, please. If you are Arsenal, you can afford a full-size replica of the FA Cup. That's all I'm saying. Don't have like a three-quarter size thing. Don't fob me off. I think that's really bad. I don't know what your take on replica trophy size scale is, John. It's not relevant to a Leeds fan, so I couldn't give a flying shit. Oh, babes. And But I tell you what I did like was the Arsenal dressing room. And you get to go in there, and there's like motivational things on the wall. And it's in, yeah. a, it's in a horseshoe shape, and the acoustics in there are to die for. Um, so that <laughs> anyone who speaks or just whispers can immediately be heard by management. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, that's so that that, sort of angry teacher vibes. Ooh, what I, are you? What are you saying over there? Hmm? What are you saying over there, Mister Saka? Something you'd like to share with the group? If it's good enough to tell Mister Odegaard, perhaps you'd like to share it with the rest of us. Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing, sir. What is a stadium tour like on a very new stadium, where of course there is no history because they've only been there. Well, yes, they've been there ten minutes. But also, what's it like on a new stadium that isn't cool? So like obviously the Spurs Stadium tour will be like oh, the oh, Here we go, secret Spurs fan. 
No, I'm not. I'm... I bet you were delighted when they beat us on the last day to send us down, weren't you, as a secret spy? I bet you weren't even watching the Forest game, were you? Like, oh, my secret club. No. Go on, Harry. Go on, Harry, son. I was sad for you. Genuinely sad. John, I don't know if you've seen the weather, but uh, there's a storm brewing. Okay, John Ketley. <laughs> That is not the sort of storm I meant. Hopical Storm is the first ever kegged and canned ale from Timothy Taylor's, and it's sweeping across the UK, and it's going down a storm with drinkers, including me. John, I mean, I'm a big fan of Timothy Taylor's, as you know. Big fan of Landlord, big fan of Bolt Maker. This is out of this world. I think this might be the tastiest thing they've ever made. Really? My God, I've always just been get me a pint of bitter kind of guy. But I'm definitely now more open to the more citrus end of the market. And this is a 4% triple hopped pale ale. And it's got that lovely mandarin mango passion fruit. Summer's afternoon, sun on your face, hopical storm. Oh, lovely. But um, is it vegan? Yes, it is. It has been signed off by your pals and mine at the Vegan Society. It is completely vegan. What more do you want from a beer? Oh, from a beer, nothing. But I'd like Leeds to stay up. Can Timothy Taylor sort that? We can ask them. But for now, let's just be satisfied with the amazing beers they make. Timothy Taylor's is an independent family-owned brewery based at the Knoll Spring in... Keithley? Have I said that correctly? Keithley, yeah. Hi, Keithley. They have over 160 years of brewing experience and are renowned for the quality of their cask conditioned ale. And most famously, as we talked about, the amazing landlord. And our CPFPL listeners, see, this is the thing. You get to taste the storm for yourselves. You get 10% off Hopical Storm cans by visiting timothytaylorshop.co.uk and using the code FPL10. That's timothytaylorshop.co.uk and use the code FPL 10. What a world to live in. Um, so, um, we've got a, a few suggestions on what we rebrand the podcast as, because obviously mm-hmm. we're just going to, it's still the same hot content. It's still the, you know, the, 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 the it's still those guys, but the reduction <laughs> of the FPL element requires a rebrand. That's what uh, um, our investors say. So what's the, uh, what's the grammatical sentence when you said it's still us guys? Did you mean that we are the guys? It's still us guys. Or did you mean it's still us guys? I meant it's still we were the guys in that in that sentence. Good. All right. That's the less odious uh, version of those two. Still Robert us Reed. guys. So people have been getting in touch with new names. Robert Reed says a pint with a duck, which shortens pleasingly to Appward. <laughs> I like that. Uh, can we not change it to like a Stella with a duck so it's Aswad? Oh, my God. You're a genius, both of you. Maybe you guys should do the show, and I'll email in. Yeah, Jefferson, right, Jefferson Turner. Jefferson Turner. What a great name. That's Jefferson a band from the 80s. Yeah. He says, um, uh, suggestion for the new title, which incorporates booze and football, hit the bar. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I think that was one of our original pitches, hit the bar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, there's no one doing that. I feel like someone should be doing that. Well, we could be doing it. Um, God, the other, the, the other podcasts will be so annoyed, won't they? Off menu. They're going to be so annoyed. Sorry. What is this, wind? Indigestion? <laughs> oh, good grief. Yeah, bit of both. No, just wind. Um, Joe Sandham says Ford Ford 2. 
which obviously it's very Ford centric. But then he says yeah. Ford Five John, which is like four five one. I mean, it's awful. We appreciate him getting in touch. Of course, we do. It's nice to hear from the listener. But if that's the level, really, you know, the the thing is now with email, it's free, isn't it? But if you'd wasted a stamp on that in the good old days when you had to write to um, CITV, yeah. Well, Joe adds, just in case Fordy wants to know, my dad and both sets of grandparents are dead. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, Joe. He oh, also he's pulled says, it round there. He's pulled it round there. Well he has, done, Joe. He goes, next time you're in Edinburgh, there's a phenomenal Mexican restaurant called Taco Libra. Uh, it will put Taco Bell to shame. It may even cure Matt Scout. Amazing vegan options too. Joe, I can second that because I've been to Taco Libra. And if you could just confirm, I believe it's down that far end of Princess Street, down near the Caledonian Hotel. Do get into I mean, I could just Google it. Um, Martin Butcher. With some suggestions. I tell you what, cracking names. Yeah, good, know, yeah, good solid names, football aren't names, aren't they? Old school. Whose wine is it anyway? Oh yeah. To ail them back. Uh, I think whose wine is it anyway? It's sort of fine for a feature, but if we call a podcast that, I think the the guys at whose line, I think Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery would issue legal action. Also, um, well, I don't know. We are we are of course the premier exponents of <laughs> improv. <laughs> Oh, we right. are, yeah. Talking of good names, we've had an email from Barry Mason. There you go. It's another guy. I think Barry's a referee rather than a footballer, but it's a good, solid name. Because here is um, a potential name change for the pod. Two torsos, four arms, four legs, two heads. And two <laughs> I'll tell you what I like about that. It suggests at some point one of us will be in an industrial accident and have to change the name of the podcast. Yes, I was thinking about, I was talking about losing my, um, I, I had an incident, um, have I told you about this in the middle of the night when I woke up? What, when? I don't want this podcast to be too male heavy, because okay. already we are we pretty much, 90% of our emails come from men and the, and the chat can be very laddie. However, there's no two ways around this. I woke up the other morning at about two, three o'clock in the morning for a wait, as I do. One of my testes had rotated... I'm going to say 45 degrees. That's too and much. I could, I could tell it was on the way to the, the thing torsion. all men fear, a testicular torsion. And I woke up thinking, oh, that doesn't feel nice. And I need to be very careful which way I go from here. Because obviously if I turn it the wrong way, I've made it, I couldn't work out which way was the right way up. And I realized I've never really don't really understand my balls they're just there aren't they i don't it's not a part of your body you see every day you know if you get a sty in your eye or something like that you notice it don't you something wrong with your teeth you realize the tongue does a lot of work the tongue and the teeth are best friends and your tongue will say to you this doesn't feel right this is weird just my uh, balls for want of a better phrase could you stick a pin in that (laughs) what do you mean you don't see balls every day you go to the toilet you wash them that's a toilet, but I don't stare. You don't look at them when you're washing them, do you? I don't sort of crane my back around. You look away as you wash your balls. <laughs> I do, yeah, retching. <laughs> <laughs> but you surely see them every day. I might glance at them, but do you know what I mean? You don't look like the old, the old, our old friend, the back of the hand. You, know, you say, oh, I know that place like the back. No one says, I know that place like the underside of my left testy. Yeah, or the you back don't... of your balls. I mean, that would mean, i tell you what, in a way, that would be like the opposite. You'd be like, that would mean that I don't know the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You've yeah, like... we've been to Zagreb, yeah. Like as many times as I've been to the back of my ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so bring us back 45 degrees and you're in trouble. Uh, yeah, I'm very nervous because I'm already thinking, how loud is the scream going to be that wakes my wife and child if I twist my ball the wrong way? Um, and I was, I was sort of, I wasn't hopping, but I would say I was sort of rocking gently. I was stood up in the bedroom sort of hopping from one foot to the other, sort of going, oh, oh. Um, and I didn't know what to do. And I'd already decided I was going to hospital. Um, I'd already decided it was going to be the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I went for a sort of tapping motion. You know, like if you were trying to level out sand, if oh, yeah. it was on a table, you just sort of tapped it and let it find its own level. Tap that. I went for that with the ball sack. I sort of I held it gently so there was room. And I tapped, I tapped at it, and it sort of righted itself. And I, and I didn't think uh, much more about it. And the next day, I was chatting to a lad at work because I'm a lad who works. Um, and I said the same thing, thinking he was going to say, "Oh, I've never had that before." And he said, "Oh, I had that years ago, and it was so stuck out to go to the doctor." And the doctor said, "If you'd have twisted that the wrong way, we'd have had to cut it out." And I realized how close I'd been. And I tell you what, I'd say this happened a week ago. I've only just started going to bed without that fear. I don't know whether a tight boxer is the right thing to hold the lads in place or a loose boxer is the right thing to just let them be what they want to be. Okay. So what were you wearing when it happened? I think I was naked. I think it wasn't I think I was full I think Winnie I the Pooh. I was naked. I think I was in <laughs> Winnie the Pooh mode. I think I had a T-shirt on, but nothing underneath. <laughs> and a, big, a little jarra on me. Yeah, on me by the bed, and I sleep in a, a hollowed-out tree. Do you have any insight? Can you give us any insight into the, the events leading up to the forty-five degrees? D- did you sleep funny? Maybe I would say because I, was, before. because I was in the spare room, it's a real treat to be able to sleep on my back. Because in the marital bed, I'm punished for sleeping on my back because it yes. makes me snore. So I'm yeah. pun- I was punched in the face last night. Um, I was punched in the face at about 2 a.m. and told if it happens again, I'm going to have to move. Um, so some nights it's just easier to sleep somewhere else, isn't it? So I would say I would have been enjoying myself just sleeping on my back. Legs akimbo. I'd say <laughs> they'd have just been dangling down in the middle. That sounds like the safest thought. angle. Yeah, that's what that's what upset me because I didn't do anything. Not to sound like a child, but I didn't even do out. I wasn't messing with them. If you, if you, if that's what you're implying. No, I, I, wonder, I wasn't maybe, having one of my special corkscrew nights where I just spin around and fiddle with myself. I wondered if perhaps you'd had a drink and then slept in an awkward um, position. I don't think I had had a drink. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying not to drink midweek now because of the problems with football. Um, so no, I don't think I'd had a drink. I don't think I'd eaten anything weird. I was in a bed I've slept in before. I'll tell you what else I did this week. It's been a tumultuous old week for uh, nighttime Rico. I yeah. was at our our great friend, producer Danny's wedding. Oh. Which I think you didn't care enough to attend. Is that what you put on the official RSVP? Unable to attend. Lack of feeling. I was unable to be there. And I was gutted to miss out. It was a wonderful, wonderful. I, I, uh, I was only there for the day, but there was a full weekend of activities, and it was it was one of those weddings you get to, and you think, oh, everybody here is nice. I can relax. Um, what do you think is testimony to the individual? Yes. Um, testimony, testament. 
testicle. Uh, yeah. Testy. Um, what did something happen? Well, I had a few beers at the wedding. Of course I did. Um, because I like beer. And I went back to my hotel. And I must have, I think the location of the toilet in the hotel room was similar to at home. So I think well, I went for a wee in the middle of the night. I must have thought I was at home. And I got back into bed the way I would get into bed at home. And I don't think I go to sleep like this, but the way I decided to go to sleep was to climb into the bed, to sit up cross-legged in bed, almost like, you know, like the famous Buddha statue. Oh, like the lotus position. Yeah, cross-legged, back straight up. I decided that the thing to do was to just throw my head back and quickly lean backwards. But because I'd got into bed thinking I was at home and this bed was at a, a, a 90-degree turn, I threw myself off the bed in the middle of the night. I mean, the CCTV footage must have looked insane. I sat on the very end of the bed, and then about 30 seconds later, threw myself violently off the bed in the middle of the night, and I absolutely twatted both elbows onto the central heating pipe, one of those big, fat, old iron bastards running around the base of the room. I'm amazed I didn't break them. I think there was some... um, beer strength in getting just back into i knew it hurt but my elbows now are black and they hurt so if i go to give myself purchase to stand up or if i lean my arm on the rest of the car when i'm driving or anything like that apps i have cracked them a good one in the middle of the night both of them and then just got back into bed there's a parallel universe john in which in the last week alone you would Mm -hmm. have had both arms and your (laughs) testicles amputated yeah well, then what would the podcast have to be called? Two arms, four legs, and one willing. One ball. Two heads. So that's what I like about that podcast name suggestion. It's, it's fluid, isn't it? It suggests as we age, you know, I'd, I'd be annoyed if I lost a limb before you, stuff you get up to. Um, it's just, um, you know what it is, is it's that that title is a hostage to fortune. Yeah. It, almost it looks feels arrogant, like a dare. doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I don't mind that, though. We've got so many... I'll tell you what, can I just read out some of the names of the people? Because you were on this point about them having great names. Adam Pound. Oh, these are made-up names. Matt Can. This has gone into one of those generators where it says, I'll find your CPFPL name. And the first part is like your local builder's name. And the second part is just an object made of metal. Well... Barry Girder. This is my favourite one. Mike Summerscales. Oh, lovely. Summerscales sounds like a nice shop you'd get in a um, middle-class seaside yeah. area where it might sell frocks, but it would also sell high-end <laughs> trinkets and, uh, and maybe... Wicker baskets. Yes, and local organic clotted cream and Summer scales. little tubs of ice cream that are very expensive. Um, but it would have a, a floral exterior and mm-hmm. it would smell of lavender and you'd always sort of pop in and never buy anything. <laughs> it's, it's delightful that we're on Zoom. I can see you and I can tell the listener he's sort of leaning back and he's looking up in a sort of reverie. He's whatever part of your brain that pictures middle class shops. You know, they say you look to your left when you're lying and your right when you're not or whatever. Matt Ford is in summer scales. He's, he's leaning back. He's got a big, broad grin on his face. But it's, some would call it a gormless look. 
but he's having a good look round summer scales. He's <laughs> leaning back. He's very happy. It's summer, yeah. you can tell from his gait. Yeah, I, I feel very. I can see that the, it's on a cobbled street, but it's it's not. I would say it was a classy contemporary exterior. Not it's not all glass and chrome. You know, it's got yeah. nice pastel colours. The it price the likes of you out, mate. Oh yeah, I can't. You were as soon as you walked in, Jan Ontils was like, "He's not one of us." <laughs> yes, he's. You think it's nice, but it's not for you. Yeah, you're gonna get followed. Can I help you, sir? No, I'm just looking. Thanks. Looking for what exactly? Some. What is it in here? Have you come in for a frock? Rocks and trinkets. <laughs> you come in for a trinket? I do love trinkets. Uh, just a little bag of lavender in a pouch. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps you're looking for a lovely brooch to put on that. Quite snazzy Nottingham Forest shirt you have on. <laughs> we should acknowledge, of course, it's not just about who got relegated, that Manchester City, against all odds, managed to win. It really is one of the great feel-good stories of our time, Manchester City winning this league. Um, Erling Haaland has stated that one of his goals is to reunite Oasis. Oh, um, yes. I don't know if you heard that. He was asked if he could bring them together again, and he said perhaps they just need a Norwegian guy, a peacemaker, to get them together. The thing is, I've given up on dreaming of an Oasis reunion. I, I, mm-hmm. I firmly, fully believe in my marrow that it will not happen. And and I just... I mean, I'm wearing an Oasis T-shirt, but I have to be fine with it. Okay. It ain't we can go and see Liam and Noel. We can still listen to the songs. Yeah. And you can go and see an Oasis and Oasis. I mean, there are some excellent Oasis tribute bands yeah. out there. Definitely um, might be. Oasis isn't. Can I just, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, perhaps end of the season seems an odd point to start a new feature. But if we were to start a feature called Inside Forty's Marrow. Yeah. Um, what what does your marrow think might happen? Is your marrow willing to make a prediction? It doesn't think Oasis is getting together, but mm. what's your marrow looking forward to in the next seven days? Oh, what 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 sort of global events will happen in the next seven days? Yeah, does your marrow know who's taking over from Jeff Stelling on Sky Sports? Mm. What does your marrow think? My marrow says either that guy who does it when <laughs> the standing guy with the side party. Yeah. No, they'll go, they'll go. It's become a format, hasn't it, now? And I think they'll go for a big name. Go on, Loku. What's your marrow saying? Oh, my marrow says... My marrow says it's got to be an ex-footballer, hasn't it? I'll tell you who's in with the show. It's uh, your man um, who hosts the Championship Football, Prutz. Oh, David Prutton would be fantastic. And yeah. He is our kind of guy. He likes Oasis. He played for Leeds. He played for Forest. He um, is good fun. He's 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 a laugh. Prutton would be a great. That is a very very good idea. Prince well, John's marrow versus Matt's marrow. Who will be victorious? Who will have the prize winning marrow? Oh, lovely prize winning marrow. That's it. Okay, that's all we've got time for for today. Um, the show goes on, and we will let you know what the rebrand is going to be. Um, and for now, for the next few episodes, we are still cpfpl.com. So don't forget to send us your idea for new show titles and um, get in touch about any of the things we've talked about this season. Tweet us at ComediansFPL. Email us, hello at cpfpl.com. To all the teams relegated, I'm deeply sorry. To all the teams promoted, I am deeply congratulatory. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.